This is Ian Dayborn. Cambridge 105 Radio. Electric cars, plug-in hybrid. Just, just tell me what the options are. It's quite a confusing um, setup potentially for people who don't or haven't come across the hybrid um, drivetrain that you now find in cars. So a hybrid basically means a combustion engine that is also attached to a electric motor. So we have actually got cars at the moment that have a diesel engine that are attached to an electric motor. And we've also got the more common, which is the petrol engine. And there's different ways that electric motor and that petrol engine work together. You have either the, the petrol engine, which can also recharge the batteries and also will cut in when you're doing motorway driving and then you'll have the electric motor and batteries which normally will be for city driving and for slower kind of driving in and around towns and bits like that so if you do a lot of motorway driving you probably won't experience the electric side of a hybrid too much because of how they're set up, you, you don't generally have manual gearboxes. So we are going into more of an automatic gearbox vehicle as well. All electric cars are automatic gearbox as well. So if you enjoy driving a manual, then I'm not sure hybrid or electric will, will take that box. But that is the way that they're going because of how the electric and combustion engine transfer between each other you get quite a seamless change sometimes you can't even notice when the car's gone from electric to to combustion and then back again it can be very very seamless Um, but hybrids are often a really good way into getting into the electric side of motoring because you've got that fail self of okay if I haven't got the electric I've got the petrol so if you've got a hybrid, if you do a lot of short hops around town, then you're going to be running on the electric motor and then it's going to switch to the petrol engine once you get out onto the motorway. Is that right? So each hybrid will have a certain range that it can um, perform to. So, for example, I had a, I tested a Volvo XC90, which is a very large hybrid vehicle. And they actually only, even with its battery fully charged, only had 23 miles, wow. which isn't a lot. Um, you have to be careful when you are looking at a hybrid actually how much miles that that battery has and plus as well when you're looking at a hybrid because it's got an engine and because it's got battery and a motor they are heavier so you have got a heavier vehicle now if you are doing a lot of short journeys then yes the electric will be mainly used and you and also it might be that you know the petrol engine is used on slight occasions to actually charge the batteries up You've also got something called regenerative braking. As you're slowing the vehicle down, that is charging the batteries up as well. So there are different types of, it does get very complicated as to how the battery actually gets charged up. With hybrids, you also have plug-in hybrids where you can plug it in and it charges. So there's a huge range of different varieties that I think if you are in the market looking at one, you need to decide what suits me best. If you haven't got a charger or you have to park on the road, then a plug-in hybrid probably wouldn't be best because you haven't got that availability to plug it in. Whereas a hybrid that charges itself through the petrol engine and through regenerative braking would probably be ideal. Are there any particular ones that you would say are a pretty good option? Every manufacturer now does an electric um, or a hybrid variant. So we've got things like the Hyundai Ionis that did have three options. So in the second-hand car market, I'm not sure they do it brand new now, but definitely the second-hand ones, you had a plug-in hybrid, you had a normal like self-charging hybrid as well. So 
Um, you've got Toyota Prius, and they've been around for a long time now. They're yes. pretty much the original hybrids. And so, you know, they're, they're great cars. They've, they're still going. I think that the misconception on a lot of hybrids and electrics is that they won't last long. But Priuses have been around for over 20, 30 years. Um, so they've really shown that those kind of vehicles can last a long time. A lot of them haven't had bat new batteries put in. It's when you're you've chosen a hybrid or an electric that's got quite a small battery and you're charged. You think when you charge your phone up, if you charge your phone up, you know, four times a day, yes. you're going to end up killing the battery. So it's all about finding a car that fits your lifestyle. Kia Nero is a great hybrid car. Volvo do some really good hybrid cars. I mean, every manufacturer now has a, has a hybrid that's available. So it's it's not so much where the market used to be tiny and you had to pick just pick one. Now you can actually pick one you like the look of or, or that yes. you like the brand and things like that. So you the market is just full of them. And, you know, there's a choice for anyone, which is great to see. And if somebody wants to completely take the plunge and go for an electric car, are there any good entry-level fully electric cars that, that are catching your eye at the moment tesla has come out of nowhere it's it's an incredible brand to be honest to come from nowhere in the car industry they are expensive they're also extremely wide vehicles because their whole floor is batteries they're actually quite wide vehicles to drive so there are some more entry-level vehicles mini do a fully electric car that looks like a general mini bmw have really started to up the amount of electric vehicles they do toyota with the yaris a lot of the Japanese makes. There's a Honda. They do a really cute little uh, electric car. Absolutely love it. I think it's a great looking <laughs> thing. That's available. It looks kind of retro as well, which is great. Kia, again, do some really good electric vehicles. Got the Nissan Leaf, which is one of the original small electric cars, which is now available in the secondhand market. And uh, the Nissan Leaf, um, you have to be slightly careful of if you're doing a lot of miles because it has got quite a small battery on that, as well as the Renault Zoe. Um, is another one that's got quite a small battery so but the thing is with uh, electric cars I think you know when you're in one you've really got to drive one to to kind of find this out but they're so refined they're very smooth they're very quiet you have instant power because you don't have the lag from a combustion engine um, servicing costs are minimal because you don't have the oil change you don't change the air filter the fuel filter so actually, the outlay may be a little bit more than a conventional car, but the actual servicing costs and possibly the upkeep is cheaper. I think you look back at to some of the electric vehicles that first came out and they did look like spaceships. They looked, you know, <laughs> everyone knew you'd got an electric vehicle and they'd made them possibly some of the ugliest cars on the road. There wasn't the infrastructure there. Toyota Prius kind of came along and changed that a little bit, but it was still known as, you know, the taxi driver's car and it wasn't so much a consumer car that people were driving around in, now you wouldn't even know that half the cars you're driving past are electric cars. The message I've got really from talking to you about this, Hannah, is research is important and research based on how you drive and the kind of uh, ways you use a car. Are there any particularly good places to go and do some of that research if people want to look, find out, read up and find out a bit more? It's important, I think, that you look at the internet, look what the range is on those cars and 
decide accordingly you know what would fit you more if you're scared of going fully electric then maybe in the interim go hybrid get used to the electric technology you know you've still got that buffer that if you want to go to the petrol station you've still got the petrol engine but get used to maybe you know the electric side of things and then go fully electric and, and see how you get on it it's not for everyone I, you know i know people who don't want to go electric and or hybrid but i think once you you do drive an electric car and you find out how you know refined it is a lot of people don't ever go back it's been great chatting to you another day filming tomorrow presumably it is yes okay (laughs) thank you thank you this is ian dayborn on cambridge 105 radio